All right, we are live everywhere now. All right, here we go. What's up, guys? John Sintes here, Cutter Nation Baseball, Casey Dill Baseball, fellow uh, baseball lifer like myself. Casey and I have been working together, doing a bunch of stuff. We wanted to come on, have a little podcast today, and just talk about the success of the previous combine that we did, what Casey's doing. He just ran a league in Palm Springs. I can't wait to hear about everything that he's doing. But without further ado, Casey Dill, if you're not familiar with him, you know, check back our previous podcast. So Casey, appreciate you taking some time this afternoon. I know you're a super busy man. I've got 20, 25 minutes as well like you do before we jump into what we're doing. So um, March 7th here at Cutter Nation, um, probably, you know, hopefully maybe the last one we do inside. Um, hoping to do it outside, but just pro combine. Um, you and I know that what we've experienced in baseball and you continue to experience because you're a lot closer to the field game than I am um, currently. And it, the game is moving analytic based, right? It is, it is just where it's going. And uh, we've got Rapsodo hitting and Rapsodo pitching. And we just see a massive difference in how guys are, are actually being evaluated, right? And that was something you brought to, to my attention when you came in, when you brought your flight scope. So, you know, first question I want to say is, you know, since the last one, I don't know, what did we do the last one? December, I think is what it was, right? Yep. Since December. Um, what what have you seen come from that that showcase that we got? I know we had some serious arms there. We had a lot of good guys. Um, you know, what, what do we got going on? Yeah, uh, as a result, which, you know, I, I thought we had a, a great event. We had a combination of uncommitted uh, guys wanting to play college baseball in addition to, you know, professional free agents wanting to play professional baseball. Um, as a result, a couple of those guys were signed recently to go play um, in some MLB partner leagues, as we talked about last time. You know, some great things for independent baseball. Um, well, when Major League Baseball canceled and, and, and eliminated an entire level of minor league baseball, they then partnered with some of the bigger and, and well-known independent leagues, the Frontier League, the American Association, and the Atlantic League specifically. So you're talking about Major League Baseball working more with those independent leagues than they ever have before. And I know you can speak to experience of how good those leagues already were, how, how many scouts were already covering that league. So as a result of the event, you know, at your facility, which was a blessing for these guys. It was, it was a time where it was, you couldn't get on the baseball field anywhere. So we're able to provide this data-driven event where, where you cut amazing professional um, videos with, and we, and we also provided Rapsodo and FlightScope data. Um, and as a result, a couple of those guys got professional opportunities. In addition, some of our college guys, I know at least four of them that I'm aware of were offered college uh, baseball scholarships. So for an event, I think we had about 20, 25 guys for six guys to, to change the course of their baseball careers and make an impact in their lives. Um, and we were able to point everybody in the right direction. Like there's no tryout or workout you ever go to where 100% of the people get an opportunity. But you're talking about, you know, 33% of the guys getting opportunities as a result, but everybody got pointed in the right direction. And, and that to me is what we're all about, helping people. You know, we've talked about it before of think about all the things we didn't know when we were just getting started. And just the fact that we were able to provide education um, and and give them knowledge, point them in the right direction, provide them opportunities. That's what I love most about these events. And that's why I'm really excited, you know, that we're going to get to do another one here in March.
told me something back when I was in the Patriots League about, you know, don't shut yourself off from the other teams. Introduce yourself to the other coaches, you know. And I remember, I, like, the first time that I had experienced something super weird to happen in baseball, I, I got traded to White Sands, to Santa Fe, in a blockbuster trade where it was like, how did, what, you traded the best pitcher for the best hitter, allegedly? You know, that's what I was told. And I go, hey, I don't know what to say. You know what I mean? Like, it's just part of the game. So, you know, I was, you know, Bill Moore's retiring this year. and, and it, was it was a big, big thing, thing, you know, for, you know, for, for me to play for him because he just, he, he, he was as, as pro ball as it gets, you know, he's, I saw so many guys where he just said this phrase, like, well, you suck. Like it's just, and, and baseball at that level is no longer about uh, analytics. It's about performance. It's about what you can do. And so that's one of the things with our event that I found, especially in my history of doing tryouts, the ones that I just went through a bullpen, just, I never felt like I was showing, you know, what I could do. And so I'm excited about the format that we've consolidated even more because, you know, what we looked at last time, getting two, you know, two days in seems like something that we could do, but we saw some sore arms, we made some adjustments, and I feel like how we can continue to do it now is going to be a greater, you know, way to to represent, you know, what guys can actually do. And, I, and I'm excited because when you get in that cage, it's either you can hit or you can't, you know, and, and or you can pitch or you can't. 100%. I, I am a believer in the data. I've seen the data translate. And I think I gave this example last time. We had a player in our summer league that was 82 to 84, right-handed pitcher, looked like nothing special. But people were just not hitting him. He was just getting guys out. And we got flight scope there about halfway through the season. And you realize, okay, he throws 82, 84, but he's got a major league spin rate. And that doesn't mean that that's going to play at the major league level because he's still 82, 84, but does it play at the college level? Heck yeah. Is that telling us stuff that we couldn't see with our naked eye? Absolutely it does. You know, and if he wasn't just getting guys out, would we have checked, thought to have checked the data? Probably not. So I'm a believer in the data, but I'm also a believer in the results. It has to be a combination of both, but they go hand in hand. I see a lot of people just believing in the results or just believing in the data and you got to use both. You've got to learn how to use both of these to make a decision, to point yourself in the right direction. And I think that's what this, the event that we do is so good. We get all of the data, but guys are facing each other live and we're, and we're seeing hitters face pitchers and we're getting to see all of this stuff live. So it's, it's, it's the things that as a scout and as a recruiter that I like to see, I get to see data, which is the stuff I can't see with my eyes. And I get to see the results which is the things we can see with our eyes. And that's why I'm, I'm, I, I love what we're doing. And I'm excited, you know, that the first one went as well as it did. And I'm even more excited that we're getting to do another one here. Yes, you do need to do that, but also there's another guy. 
fact, like how good they are. I remember talking to uh, Marty uh, from that, that, the guy from New York when he had flown all the way down to them, and, and he was just talking about how the numbers didn't really make sense to him, but it did make sense to him. He's like, oh, this like verifies when I throw my fastball. I think he had like a 23 or 2400 spin rate in like 89. And people just, he said, people are just underneath it. And I'm a fly ball pitcher. That's, that's not a bad thing. Like, if people aren't wearing it up, like, that's a good thing. He's like, oh, you think I should throw up in the zone? I said, maybe, maybe not. It just depends if you can get on top. It's hard to say until you get there. But he's going to at least get an opportunity throwing that hard that he can get in and see what happens. And that's all it's really want. You just want to get in. And that's all I wanted when I was coming back home. Did I do it right? Did I train correctly that I was going to be effective? in my in the way that I was training against other people that I had never met before you know what I mean so there's it, it really exposes the abilities for people just to see what's going to happen 100% and I would say this to your point about you know I him not understanding what that data was it's okay to not know because I, I said it earlier in this conversation think about how much you and I didn't know and we're right. just sharing knowledge because we've lived it. We've dedicated our whole lives to it. And we've traveled all over the country, all over the world, learning it. And we know the things that work and that don't work. And we know the things that are BS and the things that you that you that you keep. So it's okay to not know, you know, but be open-minded to, to learning about what the data is and how you can utilize it and all these different things that are going on in baseball where data is being used. Like Major League Baseball clubs just totally eliminated hundreds of scouts. And I shouldn't say Major League Baseball, Major League Baseball organizations, because they went, you know what? We could use data along with scouts. You know, so they still have scouts, but the scouts that they have now know how to use data. You know, so it's a new thing still in baseball. So if there's players out there and you don't know how to use the data or what the data means or how it applies to what you want to do. That's okay. Cause just as much as a part of what we do in trying to provide guys with an opportunity is educate them. And that was a very big part of what we did last time. I think everybody there, we, we, I, you and I are not afraid to talk, right. And, and, and not everything that we say is going to resonate to everybody and that's okay. But did you and I say things that resonated to each and one of those guys as individuals? I hope so. And I like to think so. So, you know, if you're a player and you don't know how the data works and you don't know how your data applies to different levels of baseball, this is the event to kind of come and see how it applies. We can tell you what a D1 spin rate is. We can tell you what a professional exit velo is. And then you get to see how you compare. And then we try to point you in the right direction with whatever your, you know, your goals in baseball are. So that's why, you know, I love that, that we have the same intention is that it's education, but we also want to help people. And that's what it's all about. Truth, man, the truth. I, I, you know, there's so many questions that, that I get DM'd and when people show up and they ask about my experience and I'm like, look, I, the only way I can sum it up, right, is you just got to be good. It's, it's what it comes down to. You have to be able to do what you can do. You have to be good. You have to be able to understand the game at that level. And if you haven't been there, then you need to get around people that have and and, and learn from what their experiences were. There was a guy, there was a, a, a rookie uh, American Association guy that were in here and I was like I go hey how's your travel game and he's like what do you mean I go how do you travel like this is something you got to learn you got to learn how to you know attack a road trip that's 12 days long and all the things that you need and you know 
how's your body going to feel? Have you traveled? Have you traveled after 125 pitches in a, in a bus and you got to go to the next place? Like that is not easy. There is strategy and things to this. And, you know, a lot of people are really caught off guard. I was too, you know, and fortunately in the drive yourself league, as I like to call it, you know, the, I was smart enough to, but, you know, brutal enough to drive across the freaking country to have my car. Cause I thought about it where I was like, well, there's no guarantee I'm going to be able to get to where I need to go. So I, I took two and a half days and drove all the way from Florida to New Mexico, you know, when I was trying to figure everything out, you know. And so there's just a bunch of information that you and I have experienced that we we I, I feel obligated, I, you know, to, to at least show people like this is how it works. 100%. And and you touched on it earlier. There was no way that when we met in Santa Fe, New Mexico, that we ever knew like we would work together in the future. I knew that I knew that you had good intentions. I knew that you were a good dude, but you made that much of an impression on me in that moment to go, I like that guy. And I hope I get to work with him down the road. Sam DiMatteo is another one of those guys. And how many people do you come across in baseball that, you know, you stay in contact, but nothing ever ends up coming of it, you know? So, you know, learning from people, talking to people, most of them, you're not, they're not going to be in your life for the majority, but what if it is, what if they are, and what if you can make an impact down the road like we are? So um, I just love what, what we're doing. I love our story that we came to, you know, that we met in this very, at, at, you know, Fort Marcy park, you know, 250 feet to, to right field. And, and, and you're, you know, you're getting guys out in the hardest part of the pitch in America. And, We've both also adapted to just what's going on in baseball with this data and the video and all that kind of stuff. We've adapted what we've had to do to continue to help guys and educate that guys. And I, and I just, you know, I'm glad that we have the opportunity to do that. Yeah, totally. Totally. I'm going to have to get going here in just a few, but yeah, I agree, man. It, it's definitely been a, you know, a really, really positive experience linking up with you. And, and like I said, I've been following you for a while on our gap and, and now it's just a no brainer. You know, we just got to keep coming up with these fun things and, and just keep helping. You know, I, I think it's important for, you know, some people don't like to try out, like, just like some people don't like to, you know, read lines for, for an acting job or something there. But, you know, even on video, people got to see it. People got to see it up front. And I, that's your eyes. I mean, could you speak on all the organizations that you are a part of that that basically what you represent inside of this idea? Yeah, I, I've been a professional scout for the Southern Illinois Miners going on either four or five years. But I, I've been doing that a lot. And that includes hosting tryouts all over the country. I try to go places where there's the best ball players. I've been to Boston. New York, I've been to Houston, I've been to St. Louis, I've been to, you know, all over the place trying to find the best ball players. And I have a pretty good idea. I've signed some guys that haven't been great, and I've signed some guys that have worked out. So I, I love working for an organization in the Southern Illinois Miners that have provided me the opportunity, you know, to fail and succeed because I've taught myself. And the number one underlying factor in those guys that succeed are, are just what you're talking about. Are you willing to put in all of this effort for the slight small chance that it might work out? And that's what it takes. Um, the other thing I do is I, I, I've been a recruiting coordinator at the division two level at the NAI level and now at the junior college level. So I've been at college baseball at every different level. Um, I've managed summer baseball for 12 years and I've had, you know, every kind of JUCO, D3, NAI, D2, D1. So I have the perception of, you know what, just because you play at a D Division three doesn't make you not just as good as the guy that plays at a Division one. I. I don't believe that. 
I believe that a, a good ball player can come from anywhere, and they do come from everywhere. Um, I, I went to Major League Baseball scouting school. Uh, I scouted for the Blue Jays and the, and, and the Braves. You know, um, I've, I've taught myself data. You know, I've taught myself how to run flight scope. So I'm just a, I'm a baseball guy. Baseball, people say, what do you do besides baseball? I do nothing but baseball. Like, that's my, my life, my hobby, my job. It's what I love to do. I'm passionate about it. But when I first got into it, it was with the idea of I want to help people that love it the same way that I do. And that's why I'm involved in professional baseball, affiliated baseball, college baseball, all these things, because that's more people that I can potentially help. And that's the way I kind of look at it, because I can we both can relate to just loving baseball and not knowing else what to do. And I want to help the guys that love it that we do, whether however that that may look. So March 7th, we're going to start at 9 a.m., probably get there a little early. Um, hitters will hit. We'll get some data on their hitting stuff. Pitchers are going to throw bullpens. We'll have a small little break. We'll set up live at bats. And we're gonna have we're gonna have a fun time. So it, it is it right now. We've got a couple of people signed up. We still got a lot of time before it happens. About two weeks or so. Um, so make sure you sign up. Um, massive opportunity, especially with Casey's reach. I mean, if you're looking for a job, if you want to, if you're a JUCO transfer and you don't have a team and you're trying to get somewhere next year to keep your plan on, so you don't have to repeat a JUCO year. I mean, this is this is the event. This is the the time because people are looking for good athletes and good players. And if you're good and you think you're good, then you got to prove it and see what it is. You know? Absolutely. Perfect. Well, Casey, I got to run. I appreciate it, buddy. This was a perfect time. Can't wait to see you on March 7th. I'm sure we'll chat again. We'll put some more information out and, and we'll go from there. All right. Cool. Thank you, buddy. Talk to you soon. Appreciate it, man. Thank you.